Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. D.C. and the close-in suburbs were left with some rain in Germantown and other parts of central and northern Montgomery County, and also some rain that's pushing to the west of Fredericksburg. So the heavy rain ends, the gusty winds become a little less strong, and our temperatures fall to the 40s. More wind tomorrow, partly to mostly cloudy, high 50, and winds gusting to 40 miles per hour. And right now in Washington, we are at 57 degrees. This is where you turn when the weather threatens. WTOP News. Facts matter. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis. Coming up, the intense January rain and windstorm finally moving out of the Washington area. And the Bay Bridge has reopened after about four hours of wind restrictions. Trees down, road closures, all of that we have to deal with now. Flooding in parts of the region and repairing power outages. We're covering it all for you. School systems making plans to have kids and principals and teachers all roll in a couple hours late in the morning to get everyone in safe. 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper from Florida to the Northeast. Heavy rain and high wind. It even caused Vice President Harris's plane to be diverted from Joint Base Andrews to Dulles Airport. In Florida's panhandle, this Graceville resident rode out a tornado. The back of the house was ripping off, and I almost couldn't get the door shut. It was trying to suck the door open, and I literally had to brace my feet against the wall. Farther west, up to a foot of snow could blanket a broad area stretching from southeastern Colorado to Michigan's Upper Peninsula. The White House says it didn't find out until today that Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin has prostate cancer. Pentagon spokesman Pat Ryder. Prostate cancer and the associated procedures are uh, obviously deeply personal. You know, we'll continue to work hard to make sure that we're being as transparent as possible uh, moving forward. The White House Chief of Staff has ordered cabinet heads to notify his office if they ever cannot perform their duties. Federal judges in D.C. have heard arguments on former President Trump's immunity appeal involving efforts to overturn the 2020 election. He argues that the president has absolute immunity for actions taken while president. CBS News legal contributor Jessica Levinson. What happens now is we wait for the D.C. Circuit, that's the appellate court, that heard the arguments today. We wait for them to hand down their decision what I heard was a three-judge panel that was very skeptical of the Trump's arguments here, the Trump team's arguments. The Justice Department says a non-sitting president can be prosecuted for criminal acts during the presidency. CBS's Jim Crisula on a family mourning the loss of two children. Family members of two boys who fell through ice on a lake outside Madison, Wisconsin last weekend say both have died. I'm angry, um, heartbroken, numb, devastated, everything. I mean, I, words can't really explain. This is unspeakable like this is the horriblest feeling to have on this earth to lose two kids the family says the pod where the six and eight year old boys fell into does not have any protection around it Tax season is almost here. CBS Stacy Lynn. January 29th is the official start date of the 2024 tax season. And IRS spokesman Rafael Tolino says the agency has undergone a massive overhaul. So what does that mean for you? Expanded in-person service, on the phones, a better chance of getting through. So how long does it take to get your tax return? Three weeks or less for most of those returns. The Suther Coroner's Court in London has confirmed that Irish singer-songwriter Sinead O'Connor died of natural causes last July and did not provide any other details. 
She was 56. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly $750 on average. Call or click today and find out if we could save you hundreds on your car insurance. 10.03 here on WTOP. It is Tuesday night, January 9th, 2024. Some stray rain left in most parts of the listening room. I'm Dimitri Sotis for the top local stories this hour. I was talking about some stray showers in central and northern Montgomery County and southern parts of Prince William County and Fredericksburg are getting some rain as well. But the heavy rain, the stuff that pummeled us with those high winds for many, many hours late in the afternoon into the evening is now an issue for people driving on Maryland's eastern shore and throughout Delaware. Eastern Cambridge, we can see Salisbury. A lot of the uh, areas that we drive through on the way to Ocean City and the Delaware beaches, those are the areas that are getting the heavy rain and the high winds now. For right around D.C., other than these uh, lighter showers in Montgomery County and elsewhere, we're not dealing with much precipitation at all. And we'll keep you updated here with our colleagues as uh, our WTOP meteorologists continue to put together the forecast for the latter half of the week. But what a storm it was, and we're still dealing with power outages that we'll tell you about and some school delays in the morning, and the storm tonight brought down several trees in Montgomery County, including one large tree in Bethesda, which led to a couple of car crashes. Here's WTOP's Mike Marillo on the scene. When the storm really picked up, David Hearn of Bethesda had just left the library where he returned a book. And it was pretty dark and rainy, and uh, this tree had fallen across West Bard Avenue here. And He didn't see the massive tree that fell in the road, and he ran into it. Luckily, I was on the side of the tree with the smaller branches, and after I was stopped, I had my flashers and lights on. Another car came from the other direction and ran into the bigger end from the other side. Shaking his car, he says. A little rattling around, a little excitement from that. But as he watched road crews try to pull his car from the tree, he says, I'm happy that uh, I'm okay. In Bethesda, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Old Town Alexandria is known to flood, but some people that live there say they've never seen it quite like this. Rain, water, running through the streets that you'd normally drive on. WTOP Scott Gelman was there. The streets are drenched here in front of Misha's Coffee's Prince Street location in Old Town Alexandria. Many of the roads here are closed, and only a few brave pedestrians made the choice to be outside. Julie was one of them because she had to walk her dog. I've never seen it like this. Um, when we've got a high tide and a full moon, the, certainly the water comes in, but this is definitely the highest I've seen it. The storm also brought very strong winds and lined the streets and sidewalks with deep puddles. Dylan's car had to be towed out of the water here. I was fine when I parked there. We came out and I was like, oh no, you gotta be kidding me. In Alexandria, Scott Gelman, WTOP News. Meantime, we're learning that Air Force Two was forced to divert from Joint Base Andrews to Dulles Airport earlier tonight because of the stormy weather. Excuse me, the stormy weather. Vice President Kamala Harris was on board that flight. She was returning from a trip to Georgia. Nobody injured on board. According to a source familiar with the incident, the plane did encounter wind shear. Wind shear is a sudden shift in wind direction or speed that can be hazardous during takeoff and landing. So even Vice President Kamala Harris was uh, affected by our weather tonight in Air Force Two having to land at Dulles instead of Joint Base Andrews. Well, thousands here on the ground still waiting for the power to come back on. Dominion Energy reporting about 1,800 outages in Fairfax County. A little more than 500 homes and businesses are without power in D.C. That comes from Pepco. Pepco has about 1,200 outages in Montgomery County, about 1,300 in Prince George's County. BGE reports about 2,000 outages in Prince George's County and 4,800 outages in Howard County. 
with more than 9,000 homes and businesses out in Anne Arundel County. And then to Southern Maryland and Smeco, 1,900 customers in the dark in St. Mary's at last report, St. Mary's County, 2,700 out in Calvert County. Stay close to WTOP for frequent updates. There's always more storm coverage at WTOP.com. For those, of course, who still have power or a device that has still plenty of battery life left. Now to our schools in the morning. Some school systems have changed their schedules. In Maryland, Howard County and Anne Arundel County Public Schools will open two hours late. And in Virginia, so far, Culpeper County, Fauquier County Public Schools will open two hours late. Fredericksburg City Public Schools, Spotsylvania County, and Stafford County Public Schools will open two hours late. Check out the full list of delays and cancellations anytime we have bad weather at WTOP.com. Maryland and Virginia drivers who rack up speeding tickets in D.C., they're supposed to pay them. Is there a way that the city can force suburbanites to pay those tickets? It's gotten to the point that one Maryland driver now owes $186,000 in unpaid fines in the district. The D.C. Council wants to force those drivers to pay up even if it means taking them to court. In a unanimous first vote, the D.C. Council has said yes to a bill that would significantly toughen traffic enforcement against speeding drivers. Under the bill sponsored by Ward 6 Council Member Charles Allen, D.C. would be allowed to boot and tow cars caught repeatedly speeding, whether the tickets are paid or not. The bill will allow the District Attorney General to sue drivers who have demonstrated histories of dangerous driving and can seek payment for outstanding tickets, the immobilization of their vehicle, the suspension of driving privileges. The bill cracking down on speeding drivers will face a second vote in two weeks and if approved again would be sent to the mayor for her signature. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. Coming up here after traffic and weather, for once the tax filing deadline this year is traditional. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Bob Imler is in the traffic center. Well, pretty quiet night around the region now. Not so earlier, but things have certainly improved in the last few hours. Traffic continues to run pretty well around the Beltway in both Maryland and in Virginia. And uh, not a whole lot happening elsewhere. At the Bay Bridge, of course, traffic is now moving and has been for a while. And uh, there are no delays to report either way on 50 at the Bay Bridge. Traffic continues to run well on 66, both inside and outside the Beltway. 395 and 95 doing all right. They've reopened Rock Creek Parkway uh, and Massachusetts Avenue. The down tree out of the roadway now. And on the Maryland side, traffic continues to run well up and down both 95 and the Baltimore-Washington Parkway. And up and down 270, all is quiet. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. We're not entirely rain-free, but it certainly is a more comfortable drive now. Let's take you live to WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts for the latest. Lauren? Yeah, we've got a few showers out there going through Frederick County, up through uh, Montgomery County in Maryland, and then also down through Dale City, lining up just from Dale City, uh, down 95 all the way past Fredericksburg, down towards Richmond. So you're getting a nice little shower there. Nothing like we dealt with the past several hours uh, where we got just inundated with rain. That has now pushed off into the uh, eastern shore and really out into the ocean. Philadelphia getting ready to get the brunt of it. So we're going to continue to see a few showers. The winds are still up. We could still see some down trees just given the saturation of the ground. We're going to continue to see some gusts up to about 
30, 40 miles an hour as we continue into the overnight. In fact, we continue with a wind advisory for areas west along the Shenandoah Valley all through the day tomorrow because we're still going to be brisk tomorrow. We still got a plethora of flood warnings and flash flood warnings as we'll continue until about 1130 tonight. Temperatures will fall into the 40s overnight and then again, we'll continue with that breeze. It'll pick back up again tomorrow and we'll see gusts up to about 45 tomorrow throughout the day. Temperatures will be around 50, but we'll get some sunshine. And again, we do have that wind advisory for areas along I-81 tomorrow. Uh, for Thursday, calm. Mostly sunny, temperatures in the low 50s. And then we have to talk about rain for Friday night into early Saturday. And then it's going to be breezy once again all weekend. So with the saturated ground and possible rain on Friday, we could be looking at some more wind damage as we get into the weekend. So heads up on that. 57 right now in Washington. Baltimore also at 57. Annapolis, ooh, 55 degrees. And uh, Dallas coming in at 59. We are brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. Money News, 10 and 40, past the hour, and Jeff. Tax filing deadline actually falls on April 15th. This year, not delayed as in years past, the IRS will start accepting returns January 29th. Small business optimism rose to a five-month high in December. Brazilian steakhouse Fogo de Chão will open at D.C.'s The Wharf. Last year, it opened its sixth area restaurant at National Harbor. The Dow finished Tuesday session down 158 points. The S&P 500 index down just seven. And as they gained 14, Jeff Claywell, WTOP News. Most Asia-Pacific markets are lower, such as South Korea's Kospi down 1%. Tokyo stocks are up nearly 2%. Coming up, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin hospitalized last week for complications after undergoing surgery for prostate cancer. We learned that tonight, but the White House didn't know about it for days. We're getting reaction this evening from a local Democratic congressman. Stay with us at 1012. Hi, I'm Todd Jones, Vice President of Sales for Regency Furniture Showrooms. We began advertising with WTOP News way back in 2010. And over the years, thousands of people have come into a Regency Furniture Showroom after hearing our messages on the radio. WTOP is an outstanding advertising platform if you want to drive qualified customers to your stores. It's one of the many reasons Regency has grown so fast. At Regency, we take pride in thousands of Washingtonians spending quality time together, enjoying a meal around our dining room tables, relaxing on our sofas, and getting a restful night's sleep on our brand name mattresses. At WTOP, they take pride in creating customized marketing plans for their advertisers that deliver measurable results. So if you're looking for quality, in-stock furniture at a great price, visit any of our Regency Furniture locations in the DMV. And if you need help attracting new customers to your business, I encourage you to contact WTOP at WTOP.com and search Advertise. It's 1013 here on WTOP on the way. Support for crime victims filling police jobs. Maryland's governor lays out his plans for public safety. I'm Kate Ryan. That is coming up later this half hour on WTOP. Make a New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Help protect your identity and finances with LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock detects identity threats you may miss on your own. And if you become a victim, LifeLock will work to fix it. LifeLock is the New Year's resolution that's easy to keep. Save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com. Use promo code NEWS to save 25%. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 1014, thank you so much for being with us tonight. I'm Dimitri Sokol. 
Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin is being treated for prostate cancer and suffered complications that led him to being taken to the hospital New Year's Day, where he's still being treated. All this comes from Walter Reed National Military Medical Center. The statement revealed the cancer was discovered in early December. Austin got a minimally invasive surgical procedure on December 22nd, called a prostatectomy to treat the cancer. He was under general anesthesia during the procedure. Then on New Year's Day, he was readmitted with a urinary tract infection. WTOP's national security correspondent, J.J. Green, spoke to Virginia Democratic Congressman Jerry Conley, who serves on the Committee on Foreign Affairs and the Oversight Committee. I hope he is on the road to recovery and can return to his responsibilities. You know, there's, there's a human aspect of this that some of my colleagues conveniently kind of overlook. Uh, and I, I think we, we have to remember this is a human being whose health is apparently uh, in some jeopardy, and, and we want to be sensitive about that. Having said that, part two, what happened here? How did three working days go by without proper notification, and how did that affect the delegation of responsibilities within the chain of command? And that's not a trivial issue. We're not talking about, you know, a Starbucks manager who's sick and has to hand over responsibilities for a day to his or her, you know, uh, second in command. We're talking about the United States Defense Department, the largest military in the world. What should be done about this? Well, before people rush to judgment, let's find out what happened. Uh, and let's also explore how we can fix whatever holes are in that system of delegation in the chain of command so this cannot happen again, so that we there's an automatic transfer of power uh, when that is required. Uh, it can't be left up to the individual judgment of the secretary himself or his immediate team, which is, seems to there seems to have been a breakdown somewhere in that team of the Office of Secretary of Defense. And we need to understand what happened uh, and uh, and what how can we fix that? How can we make sure we're not facing this again? Looking at what this means for the administration, the nation, the credibility of the Secretary of Defense and the Congress, the U.S. as a whole, how much damage does something like this do? Certainly, I would say that the Secretary of Defense has some explaining to do when he returns to health. Uh, this is not acceptable, and he's going to have to address it front and center to the American people and to the Congress. The administration, obviously, is going to ultimately have to review what happened and make appropriate changes or recommendations for changes, including possibly legislative changes, uh, to codify the delegation of power within the chain of command under circumstances such as this. Um, and I, I know there'll be public hearings where the secretary and the deputy secretary will be summoned to testify and explain themselves. So there'll be a period of public accountability in our future. And what flows from that, we'll have to see. Jerry Conley, Virginia congressman, Democratic congressman here speaking with WTOP's J.J. Green on the situation with the defense secretary, Lloyd Austin. Top stories on WTOP. All those waves of heavy rain and high winds replaced by weaker winds and just a little bit of rain pushing through the area. Stay with us here, your first alert weather station. Chesapeake Bay Bridge open again after being shut down for about four hours because of those winds gusting up to 80 miles an hour. A substantial number of people in our area still waiting for the lights and heat to come back on. We're in touch with the utilities. Keep it here for details. 
And now it's time for Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Maryland, in Chevrolet 50 eastbound after Kenilworth Avenue. Believe we are dealing with a crash there. A bit slow getting out toward Columbia Park Road and 202 on eastbound Route 50. Things are pretty quiet elsewhere. We still have some road closed because of flooding from the heavy rains we had earlier. Sligo Creek Parkway at last report still closed near Piney Branch Road between there and Flower Avenue. And also we had a 450 closed due to flooding west of St. Stephen's Church Road. Uh, again, that's a pretty popular spot for flooding. 50 out to the Bay Bridge without delay. And 95 Baltimore-Washington Parkway, 270, pretty much the same on each of those. Uh, traffic is pretty quiet. And in Virginia, 395, 95, and 66, each without delay. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Right back to WTOP meteorologist Lauren Ricketts. What's our situation now? Well, it's looking a lot better than it was several hours ago. The heaviest rain is now off to the eastern shore. They're really getting the brunt of it. We're still seeing a few light showers around here. That's all associated with this cold front that is finally pushing through the area. But the heaviest rain is gone. I know we're still left with a slew of water around the region and, of course, damage from the winds. We will continue to see winds in about the 15 to 30 mile an hour range as we go into the overnight. They'll pick right back up at daybreak tomorrow. And then it's going to be a pretty uh, breezy day tomorrow, but at least we'll have sunshine. So, again, a few showers passing through this evening. The winds will stay up, but the worst of everything is over. We drop into the 40s overnight about 44 degrees and then again tomorrow about 50 but it'll feel cooler than that with the winds blowing by we do have a wind advisory tomorrow for the Shenandoah Valley so again we'll continue to uh, uh, monitor the situation tomorrow because there still could be some wind damage now Thursday sunny skies lighter winds temperatures in the low 50s by Friday we're gonna have to watch for more rain unfortunately that comes Friday afternoon into early early Saturday morning but it's gonna be breezy once again all weekend I should say downright windy all weekend and again gusts up to 40 miles an hour on Saturday so once again we could deal with some damage throughout the weekend after some Friday rain 57 right now in Washington Washington, uh, Leonardtown coming in at 61, Frederick at 57, Culpepper 55. We are coming up here on WTOP on this story for you. Cracking down on convicted felons who have guns. We think it's going to make our community safer. I'm Nick Einelli. Stay with us for your whole drive and ask your smart speaker to play WTOP. 1021. Some days I cover up because of my moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. Now I'm hitting the road with clearer skin thanks to Sky Rizzi. Rizemkism of Rizza, a prescription only 150 milligram injection for adults who are candidates for systemic or phototherapy. With Sky Rizzi, three out of four people achieved 90% clearer skin at four months. And Sky Rizzi is just four doses a year after two starter doses. Don't use if allergic to Sky Rizzi. Serious allergic reactions and an increased risk of infections or a lower ability to fight them may occur. Before treatment, your doctor should check for infection and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms such as fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, or if you plan to or recently received a vaccine. Thanks to Sky Rizzi, there's nothing on my skin, and that means everything. your doctor today about Sky Rizzi, the number one dermatologist prescribed biologic in psoriasis. And visit SkyRizzi.com or call 1-866-SKY-RIZZI to learn more. 
Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. This is WTOP News. 1022 with concerns about violent and juvenile crime top of mind. For many people in our area, Maryland's governor is laying out his legislative package on the issue. It comes a day before lawmakers are set to get to work in Annapolis. Governor Westmore ticked off three bills he says will address violence, including gun violence in Maryland. First, we will introduce the Victims' Compensation Reform Act. This bill will ensure that victims of crime can count on support when they need it most. On the need to fill police positions, the governor said, We will introduce the Growing Apprenticeships in Public Safety, also called the GAPS Act. That bill's designed to build a more robust career pipeline into law enforcement in the state. More called gun violence a public safety crisis. We will introduce a bill to create a new Center for Firearm Violence Prevention and Intervention in the Maryland Department of Health. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Now 10:23 to Northern Virginia, where there's a new strategy in place to stop crime. WTOP's Nick Ionelli tells us the strategy focuses on dedicating more time and resources toward investigating convicted felons. While it's illegal for convicted felons to have a gun in Virginia, Fairfax County Police Chief Kevin Davis says last year, 80 felons were arrested in the county for having a firearm. It's something he wants to crack down on, so he's putting together a team that's going to work on investigating those cases. It's an immediate response by seasoned detectives who know the intricacies of these types of investigations. The county's Commonwealth's attorney, Steve Descano. This really is about a commitment to doing more. Some of the goals of the initiative include deterring felons from possessing firearms and identifying where the guns are coming from. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Walmart is unveiling plans to dive further into the world of artificial intelligence and drones to improve your shopping experience. The largest retailer in the U.S. has announced it will be expanding its drone delivery to nearly 2 million additional households in the Dallas-Fort Worth area later this year. Walmart also announced a generative AI-powered search experience if you have an iPhone. The news came during a keynote at the tech trade show CES in Las Vegas. Now 1025 on WTOP. Sports at 25 and 55. And it's time for Rob. The commander's search for a new head of football operations is off and running. Josh Harris opened his palatial Miami home to a pair of assistant GMs Tuesday. The 49ers Adam Peters and the Chiefs Mike Borgonzi and will host a pair more Wednesday when the Eagles Alec Hallaby and the Bears Ian Cunningham sit down for interviews. In this week's D.C. Sports Huddle, we offered our dream scenarios for the GM and coach hires. And George Wallace said, this is an attractive job for a number of reasons. And especially, you know, an ownership group that is going to do things the right way. You have a offseason with almost $80 million. And the icing, the cherry, whatever you want to say on top, the number two overall pick. You have a blank canvas right now. And I think Peters is their top choice. And I think Ben Johnson is their top choice. And I'm going to go on a limb. I'm going to say those are the two they're going to get. We also rank the best and worst of the Ron Rivera era in the D.C. Sports Huddle on WTOP.com or wherever you get your podcasts. On the local college hardwood, George Mason suffered its first conference loss of the season, 54-50 to VCU. Georgetown rallied from 16 down only to 